Okay. Well, uh, hi, Gary. This is awesome to be together and have a have a good chit chat. I for for the purpose of our listeners, um, I just want to do a brief introduction here. Uh, I'm Dan Roma, the performance marketing manager at Titus Talent Strategies. Um, at uh, at Titus Talent, as probably most of our hearers know, uh, our job is to help our uh, partners, that's the term we use for our, for our clients, to help our partners and equip them to make the best attraction, engagement, hiring, and development decisions so we can uh, work with them to, to meet their organization's people and performance objectives. And, um, and today, I'm very excited to be joined uh, with Gary. And uh, Gary Sozo here uh, works at Traction Tools. Uh, we are very close with all things Orange, EOS and, and Traction Tools. We've actually been, as an organization, running on EOS for the last eight years. Um, I'm here recording from the United Kingdom, uh, where uh, I was going to say sunny England, but that would not be true. It's raining. Uh, but that's okay. That's what we do. We, we've, that's why we have green grass and lots of sheep that eat the green grass. Um, but Gary, could you just do a quick introduction? Where in the world are you seated right now today? And just give us a quick intro on what you do there at Traction Tools. So where are you and what do you do? Yes. Uh, so, well, first of all, very happy to be joining this podcast. Really was looking for it. Um, so I'm located in Managua, Nicaragua. Here we call it the land of lakes and volcanoes. We have both, most of them very active volcanoes. So that makes life, you know, it, it really pumps it up a bit. Um, and it's really sunny here. We are really having a great day so far. Um, at Traction Tools, I'm the sales manager. Um, I'm in charge of leading a team of six people. Um, Half of them are located in the U.S. and half of them are located here in Nicaragua as well with me. Um, wow. And then we have one team below um, below this department that we're also um, managing as well. So um, that's how we're looking like right now. Nice, that's awesome. Well, let me fire away a couple of couple of quick questions at you. I've got like three or four here prepared, and I'm. The first one I just really am interested to cover is how how do you maintain company culture in a remote environment? That's the one that's been top of our list here as I've been speaking with my team. It's obviously been a uh, big question for a lot of companies anyway, uh, working in a remote environment, international environment, but particularly 2021, uh, or 2020, I should say, bringing companies into 2021. But 2020 has been a big, big year of transition for a lot of people um, towards a remote environment. So, yeah, how do you maintain company uh, culture in a remote environment? Yeah, well, as you said, there were a lot of changes. Gladly, here at Traction Tools, we've always been working remote. So when the uh, pandemic hit, we were always prepared to just keep rolling. Um, the fact that we were remote actually uh, let's, uh, makes me think that today's, uh, today it's, it's really possible. Like we have very different social aspects that come into play when it comes to making work remote actually possible. 
Mm. Um, you know, we laugh at the same memes here in Nicaragua and you probably in the UK, it's the same thing going on around. So there's a lot of connectivity worldwide that I believe it's helping making that transition easier. However, as well, there are things that you can control as a manager and you should be held accountable and you should also be pushing your team towards to making it work even better. Like, let's take advantage of all the catalysts around that make it possible, but let's um, let's make it better. So one of the things that are under, at least I would say under my control as a manager um, that helps me maintain the company culture is working on team health. It's very important to have a team that trusts each other um, where we have very open and honest conversations. We can, we can say the things that are not working uh, as we would yeah. like them to. Yeah. And at the same time, we also celebrate the things that are working great. Um, having that kind of environment where we have the both, both of the two things of, the, of, of that world, it's very important. And that that helps you, you know, we there are a lot of tools and, you know, you've been doing EOS for eight years. We've been doing EOS since we started and we have a lot of tools that actually help us achieve that. For example, meeting pulses uh, like the L10, having your team meet on a weekly basis. That's that's amazing. That gives extreme results on just getting your team on the same page. Yes. That's I see. I I love that. That's the money right here yeah. in this recording here. I know. I know. I know. Both of us know that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was just waiting for you to use that phrase L ten, and there it is. So <laughs> yeah. And if if any of our listeners are not familiar with that, you know that phrase, that there is a game changer organizationally, uh, team management, any kind of people leader, any kind of HR leader. And uh, from a very senior perspective in leading organizations as well. So, yeah, I, there's so much in in that, um, the L10 meeting, clear expectations, great communications. I just love what you said as well about uh, team health, because that, that's what makes work fun. It's miserable to feel unmet expectations, poor communications, and, and that's not good team health. So mm-hmm. what, what about this? Just taking that same question of, of, of how um, how you kind of maintain company culture in a remote environment, but but take it further a step. What's it like working uh, remotely and also on an international scale? Because that adds an, an, a whole different kind of element in the mix for L10 meetings, expectations, communication. Um, what could you say about that, about the international element? Yeah, well... Coming in, uh, coming into that question, and at the at the same time when I was hired here, it was um, it was challenging. Not because of what I had to do, but just to think, oh my God, what am I getting into? Uh, don't even get to see the people I'm working with. Yeah, just in a virtual meeting. Um, so how how am I gonna fit into all this? And you know, those are valid questions. But it's been more than three years now that I've been in this in this uh, situation here, working for internationally and also remotely, and so far it's amazing. I love it. Um, it's for um, you know, and I, I'm not a, uh, the most outgoing person in the world, 
So that may play a role in me enjoying working remotely for an international company. But the but what it's like working for me, it's just a tremendous opportunity to learn a different set of skills, a different set of approaches. Mm. You just reach out to a, to a manager that has a different approach by you because culture, your you know, your country culture also plays a part on how you behave professionally. So seeing somebody else with a different cultural background as you having great results and using a different approach actually opens up your mind into, hey, I should try that and do what I what works for me and do this that was working for that person. And then you come with something that it's new and that works and it's more solid than it has ever been. Yeah. So I have, man, it's, it's amazing. I have no words to explain how great it is to work yeah. internationally and remotely at the same time. Yeah. 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 Definitely a lot to learn from, from uh, different uh, styles of leadership and uh, yeah, that diversity brings, brings a great learning element. One of the, one of the things I was just chuckling to myself, just in my own head here, one of the things I like about, um, kind of working in a remote environment, but on an international scale is when it's my morning time, North America is asleep and I get a lot of stuff done because I only have a f occasionally a few Zooms um, with one or two kind of international, um, you know, conversations going on or a couple of contractors but I get so much done and it, and it's awesome. And I'll walk down the road and, and get myself coffee. And, and I just value that so much. I love that. Then North America wakes up and it is full on in the middle of the afternoon, but that's okay. I'm ready for that. And I, and I love the ability to manage my time with my family as well with my little ones. So if I want to spend a bit of time with them in the morning, I just do that and flip flop my day. Then when they go to bed, I'm working in the evening and I'm feeling really great about that because I, I feel like it just gives me a lot of extra impact. So I feel in, in control there. So, um, so Gary, here's something else. What do you just, what do you like most about working remote and internationally uh, just for you personally? Like what's, 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 what's good for you? <laughs> well, well, working remote, obviously no more traffic jams, right? Um, you that's, get to save a lot of money on, that's on the food. that's the fact. <laughs> that's the yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could have a rough night the night before, then just wake up, get ready, and then you're you're there. You're at the office. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting things done. Um, like another another great thing is like whenever you're running late into the office and you haven't had anything to eat, you know, you just buy whatever, and at at the end of the month. You know, having just a bit more money that is not being used on junk food or fast fast food, it's it's great. At least for me personally, that's oh, amazing. Sure. As yeah. For, mm -hmm. yeah. No, I was, I was gonna. It's very practical. Those, those things, very very practical for us individually as as workers to have a degree of lifestyle design. Mm -hmm. Yeah, stuff that affects everything, like budget and. What you said also about having time for your family, it's another great aspect of it. Like living yeah. the US life, right? You have time for other passions as well. At the same time that you're being productive for the company that you love and you're working for, mm. it's another great plus of working remote. Um, 
And I really do appreciate that. I, I don't have kids. I have two dogs. And, you know, I, I feel great that I, I don't have to uh, go out. I take care of them. They are not spending a lot of time alone, which they might destroy the house. Uh, they haven't. So that's <laughs> another great plus. Nice. Um, for inter in internationally, I would go back and circle back around um, working remotely and internationally, the different cultural backgrounds. It's... Mm -hmm. Amazing to, it's amazing to see how there is always common ground where we can share the same goals, the same dream, the same vision, even though we are from, from different countries. That's amazing how, and that goes also into, it, it also rolls in into having good core values at your company. Mm. Yeah, we don't have the same culture country-wise, but company-wide, if we share the same core values, we have some common ground and we can work from that. So yeah. we can achieve everything that we want as a unit if we have that common ground. So it's, it's, that's what I would have to say about that. Yeah, oh, that's really good. Um, so, so I want to throw one other thing in the mix here before we, before we start to wrap up. I love, I love the things we've covered here. These, I, feel like, I feel like these big topics are very, very similar, yours uh, as, as they are to mine and the benefit of working remotely and the systems um, that we, we have with L10, what, what would, uh, I kind of, kind of like just to be very transparent and real what, and, and look at the challenges, look at some of the problems. What would you say is, is one uh, or two of the biggest problems, the biggest challenges that you face working remotely and internationally, um, you know, something that you feel like you, you got to face regularly and, and, and how you, how are you overcoming them? Yeah, well, since we're talking about the biggest challenge, it should also be the most obvious thing to point out, right? The biggest thing that it's coming up every every day. I would say that will be um, running in or being involved into too many meetings. Mm. That can get pretty crazy pretty fast. Like mm. it could be due to the fact that you're not physically on the same location or that if you're the only person that might help out, you're just one Zoom call away and then your calendar uh, gets destroyed with all of these meetings and then you don't have time to do the things that are priorities for you. Yeah. Um, so I would say definitely having ownership of your own calendar definitely becomes a big challenge while working remotely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that I, I've felt that a lot at various seasons and yeah, that... Yeah, that does require conversations to to be had to that are just very real conversations that probably get avoided um, the most in a, in a regular nine to five office environment when it just it, it seems like being busy and shuffling paper and moving from one meeting to another is a, is indicative of fruitfulness and success, but it really um, often really does exactly the opposite. So yeah, I, I find that too, that, and that, that raises the need for some just very transparent conversations. Mm -hmm. um, overall, I, yeah, just one other, a couple other thoughts to add, you know, that I'd kind of throw in the mix here is I think um, having, having gone through the process of, of learning what it's like uh, for me remotely to join an L10 um, helps me with preparation because I know I'm going into a meeting with to-dos uh, that I can do in advance. And so I can show up with a, a high level of confidence 
and a sense of boldness that, you know, this, this is, this is what I do. And I, you know, I'm proud of it. And I can also show up with a, a clear sense of direction because we're all working on the same company quarterly rocks mm-hmm. and, um, and, and how we're contributing to that as yeah. well. That actually it's amazingly important because one of the ways that you could overcome being, you know, just flooded with meetings is just getting on the same page with your team during the L10. Like there are always important things to achieve as a department. You have a thousand things that are important, but during the L10 meeting, you decide what are the most important things to do this week. So if you just focus on those things and you just cut out all the meetings that you decided as a team are not important issues to, to, to solve, you cut your meetings by 30% if they are really mm-hmm. wacky and you're get, getting a lot of meetings. By just focusing on the most important things weekly, you get to cut at least 30% of your meetings. And doing that would really help with just getting focused. That's, that's why we have to stress so much what are the most important things that we have to achieve today? And let's stick to that. Let's, let's, be, let's be on integrity about it. And let's just um, solve those issues. And then next week we can, solve, we can decide what we will solve next week. So I, 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 I would wonder and would like to hear from you what, what other thing you would do to just take control of your calendar. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a really big question. And I think one of the things to take control of my calendar for me in recent months has been um, forming a team that has uh, a very, very clear job description. So we ha- are not putting team members in place purely for Um, a similar kind of uh, style of work or even just purely for uh, cultural fit alone, but putting team members in place for our top five clear performance objectives. And then what that means is if my team members know exactly what their objectives are, we don't need uh, to be uh, asking each other questions all day, every day, um, in a in a way that where our, our workflow cannot continue without an answer to those questions, that that that's where I take the most control out of my schedule is where we're not waiting like like our feet are in the starting blocks uh, waiting for somebody else, but we've got clear performance objectives that we can all operate to. That way, uh, we know what we're doing in the quarter over ninety days, broken down by month and broken down by to-dos that, uh, you know, following traction tool system is, is typically a week and sometimes two weeks. And if something is, is uh, on track, that's great. Um, if it's done, that's great. And if it's off track, then it's clear too. So that's good news that we know to address it and IDS and work through some solutions um, because th- that, w- that wouldn't be a negative um, that would be a, a, a practical, positive way of figuring out the solution for things that are off track and, and they're not getting done. And we've got to find out why. So that's how my, my uh, schedule and my calendar gets, um, you know, gets the most clarity. And when those, when those job, um, you know, tight, those job, uh, those performance objectives get fuzzy, that's when my calendar suffers. 
and I need more meetings to figure stuff out. So, yeah, so that's a that's a big, big question as well. Um, I guess for time's sake, I'll wrap up, Gary. I, 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 it's always exciting just connecting with, you know, a fellow uh, ambassador of all, all things traction. And obviously you're right in the, in the midst of it and you're contactable um, through, the, through the company uh, uh, email and uh, contact form on your LinkedIn and website, and as am I at Titus Talent Strategies. Um, and uh, just before we leave and I hit end on the recording here, uh, in what what are the dogs' names and what's the weather like there, real quick? Oh yeah, so uh, I play guitar. So one of my dogs is named Fender, as in Fender guitars, and oh. she is a pit bull. And then I have another one that's called Cena, and and she's like the puppy, but she grew so fast. And now the older dog looks like like the puppy, and the puppy looks like the older dog. So it's a crazy thing going on around. Oh, um, in the weather. It's amazing. It's very sunny. Um, it, it's a great day for going to the beach. And that's also another great perk of working remotely. I could go there if I have an internet connection. Probably I won't, though. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. Everything was going great in the interview. And, and now you're showing off with the beach to this brother here who's in <laughs> England, where we will not be going to the beach today. You could come over. Uh, yeah, I need to. I need to. Great connecting with you, Gary. Such a joy and a pleasure talking about things we're both passionate about and uh, and just to see how this affects organizations and, and the health of teams and work life is really exhilarating conversation. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it and uh, can't wait for our next opportunity to, to talk and uh, record good old Zoom material again soon. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you for the time, Dan. Thanks.